Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello again. We're back for another edition of the Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook podcast with Stuart Haslam, and I'm back with Deepak Puri, our CIO in the US. Hello, Deepak. How are we doing? Doing great, Stuart. Good morning. Good to be with you. Yeah, great to be with you. We're recording this one just for context on a Friday for all of our listeners. Um, And the reason I say that, Deepak, is there's so much going on in the markets, isn't there? There's volatility from day to day. There's uh, new announcements. There's, you know, honestly, a little bit of uncertainty out there. Um, And I think before we publish on Monday, it's, it's important to mention when we're speaking in case anything happens over the weekend. But let's first, you know, take a look back at one of the, uh, the, the trickier weeks, wasn't it, for financial markets, um, probably starting in the UK following the release of the mini budget um, just a week ago. How have you digested all of this, Deepak? And um, I'd love to get the view of the, uh, well, the over the pond analysis in the US too. Um, but starting, starting there today. No, wonderful. Thank you so much, Stuart. Yes, I mean, um, you know, every week that passes, you, you think this is the, the height of volatility that one has seen, but then the next week comes in and surprises you even more. So uh, I think what's different this time around, Stuart, it's that the volatility is not just sort of a localized phenomenon. It's not just impacting equity markets, which most investors try to, they have gone through it, they understand a bit better. You know, this time around, you're seeing it across the board, be it the rates market, be it the FX market, the foreign currency market. So it's it's really is a time where there is no refuge, at least when you're trying to hedge yourself against, you know, daily drawdowns, there's no really way to go. To give you an idea, the long-dated treasuries in the U.S. are down almost 30% since the beginning of the year, and that's considered to be the, the safest asset class there is. So, uh, you know, I, I don't really expect uh, the volatility to abate anytime soon. You know, you mentioned the U.K. mini-budget and the policy uncertainty. I think that's one of the issues that really the market had to uh, handle and grapple this time around uh, that was weighing on the global markets. Um, it seems that... Uh, uh, the Prime Minister Truss has tried to calm down the markets with having an emergency meeting with the Office of for Budget Responsibility. So, so far, so good. And um, But again, uh, the, the case here was that the Bank of England had to really make a, a very strong pivot. Uh, they were starting to do a QT two weeks ago, and now they're doing a short-term QE, quantitative easing, to make sure uh, you know that there's enough um, money there to be uh, funding the, some of the the tax uh, policies of uh, Prime Minister Truss. Um, so that's there. And on top of that, we're still working with the decoupling of the uh, European uh, Union with the Russian energy complex that's having uh, reverberations across the uh, inflation and energy markets. You know, the inflation number both for Eurozone and Germany in particular, you know, double digits, highest on record. And, and markets are grappling with that as well. So all in all, a lot to talk about, a lot to, to digest. Yeah, certainly is a lot to digest. Thank you for unpacking that for us, Deepak. And, you know, before we go into the week ahead, I, I wondered if we could pivot slightly. Um, and I wanted to talk about uh, the conversations that you're having with uh, with investors and with clients at the moment, just about staying calm and looking through and looking forward to a medium term outlook. I mean, I guess the risk is when you're in markets like this uh, with with 
let's face it, a lot of negative news out there, um, constantly changing dynamics, whether it be in terms of yields, uh, real rates, whether it be in terms of the news coming out of the geopolitical space. How do you advise sort of positioning and, and I think, you know, remaining calm in these very turbulent times? Yeah, you know, that is really the, the, the sort of the basic premise of what we try to do, um, Stuart. You know, these markets really test you uh, in a way that nothing has, especially if you were a recent entrant into these markets. You know, so someone who's been invested for a long time, they had the luxury of also having the upside. But someone who has only invested in the markets over the last year, year and a half, they are staring at the pretty, you know, dramatic uh, revisions to, on their statements. So at that point, the last thing you want to do is to revise your investment policy statement during the middle of a correction. You know, because that tends to be very much dictated by emotions. And what we want to do is try to remove the emotional aspect from your investment decision making. So that would be the first thing we try to tell our investors. And uh, again, when you look at long term view, even medium term, I would say next two to three years, you know, you might look back at this opportunity where you're looking at investment grade credit in the U.S. that has started to give you four to five percent yield, which was not the case over the last you know ten plus years, or in an equity markets that is now trading a little bit more closely to its historical norms than a very expensive equity markets that we were looking at in uh, late 2021. So there are some positives to be taken and the money to be made, but only if you have the a sustaining power to be in the markets uh, for a, a medium term uh, rather than trying to trade in day in and day out because the volatility as we discussed earlier is just too much uh, for at least a lot of private bank clients to to withstand so that would be really my um, you know two two cents on that Thanks so much, Deepak. Yeah, that's really, uh, really terrific to lay it out in that way. Um, you know, speaking of, uh, well, speaking of equities, let's look there because would you believe it? We are at the end of, uh, we're at the end of Q3. It's the 30th of uh, September this Friday when we're speaking. And, you know, that means we are coming up to the third quarter earnings season. We've, we're off the back of uh, really strong second quarter earnings uh, in, in many sectors across the board. Um, I did wonder, and I think we do have time just to get a quick sense of how you expect Q3s to look um, and what are some of the signals uh, that I think, you know, well, that you think investors should be taking or paying particular attention to as we approach this really important season? Right. So one thing to keep in mind, Stuart, is that monetary policy works um, with a lag, not just for the real economy, but also for the earnings, corporate earnings. So uh, the fact that the uh, you know we are the Fed had a 75 basis rate hike, which was the third consecutive rate hike on September 21st, the impact on earnings is probably going to be felt in the fourth quarter earnings number and the first half of 2023. So the numbers that you're going to see for the third quarter are really um, obviously a good trend, but not a true reflection of what the real economy is going to be you know, a couple of quarters out. Having said that, I think a couple of things to note. The third quarter 2020 EPS growth, the earnings per share growth for S&P has been starting to come down. So right now it's sitting at around 3% uh, year over year. If that's the case, then it's going to be the slowest earnings uh, for the quarter since the third quarter of 2020. Now, keep in mind, the same number was close to 10% as of June of this year. So since June of this year till now, 
the earnings revisions have started to come down. We're still not in the negative territory, uh, but we are starting to flirt with it. So something to keep in mind. And then from a sort of sector perspective, you know, from a U.S. technology, financials, and consumer, these are the three areas that uh, investors tend to focus because these are not only the most heavily weighted in the index, but they also tell you where the consumers are in terms of their spending power, where they are spending, and what one could forecast uh, for the next 12 months. So all in all, uh, you know, I think it's going to be not a as big a market moving earnings season, but it'll give us a good insight as to what to expect uh, for the fourth quarter and 2023. One positive note, uh, I think, and something anecdotal, it's not all bad, um, you know, even from an earnings perspective, but also if you were to zoom out, I'll just give you a couple of things for the, for the listeners to take away. You know, one, the sentiment indicators and the overall pessimism in the market is to a, an extreme that at least I haven't seen in quite some time. Yes, during the, the dark days of pandemic or the global financial crisis, but that was very, you know, localized and for a few days. This, ten, this has been going on for a while now. So that tends to be a good contrarian indicator. And secondly, midterm elections here in the States. You know, if you go back to 1942, post the midterm election for the next 12 months out, S&P is up around 15%. So if you want to take some positives, uh, you know, from this market, those would be the two. Uh, back to you, Stuart. Well, look, I always love finishing a podcast on some positive notes. So Deepak, you've done it. You've done it in the, in the best possible way. This has been uh, great as always to speak to you. Deepak Puri, our Chief Investment Officer in the US, back at the chair. It's so good to hear his voice again. And with Stuart Haslam, as always, uh, Chief Communications Officer of the International Private Bank. Have an excellent weekend. We look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this material is considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions, and hypothetical models, which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains, losses, and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2022 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.